Hi guys, my name is Brooke Robinson and I am here with my friend and fellow UC student, Maya Macon. Hi. And today we're going to be talking about how the U.S., specifically the public school system, um, perpetuates misogynistic values and sexism. So we know that, you know, public schools house a lot of children, people, you know, teens, all across the country, you know. In fact, over 90% of American students currently attend public school. Yeah. Yeah, so it has a big influence on people who attend there. And, you know, as... A, as something that has that big of an influence on people, it should be providing, you know, the most optimal learning experience and giving the students the best learning environment they can possibly have. For sure. And as we know, most schools aren't doing this. In fact, and the problem is they struggle with gender bias a lot. Oh. <laughs> they yeah. struggle with struggle with gender bias a lot, um, which means that basically they favor male students a lot, uh, Uh very, very much more so than female students. Um, You know, they can, public schools can inadvertently perpetuate misogynistic values um, through many things like, I don't know, let's see, dress code, um, also the, the boys will be boys mindset, which is really frustrating. And also just kind of, like, dismissing instances where girls have come to, you know, like, the principal or higher-ups, and they just, like, dismiss their experiences with, you know, uh, gender bias or sexism or misogyny. So, uh, and as a whole, you know, public schools and individuals in charge desperately need to take a stand to, like, ensure a better and be- more beneficial environment for every student, not just male students. So, now that we dig in um, to the what I discussed before, some things that really affected us, especially I know you have experienced it, is something with dress code. Yes. Um, it's very. It doesn't. It doesn't help as much as they think it helps. It doesn't help at all. Yeah. If anything. So, um, at our old school, there was a thing called Spirit Week. I'm sure everybody, everybody's school has a spirit week before homecoming. Yeah. And, you know, all the boys get to come in dressed up. You know, they come in shirtless. They come in wearing short, uh, short shorts to be funny. Um, tank tops. Tank tops. Uh, but when girls seem to do it, it seems to take a turn. Yeah. Like, um, can I give an example? Yes, go ahead. So, me and you actually talked about this yesterday. So, there was one day we wore, like, we all wore, like, the girls wore tutus or something like that. Yeah. And we have a picture of it. And in the background, you can see our principal just giving us the dirtiest look. Yeah, actually. She didn't say anything to us, but she just looked at us with, like, so much disappointment. Yeah, I actually have a picture of it, too, actually. It's actually very funny to see. And Mm -hmm. it's so frustrating because all the guys come in, and when they do it, it's quirky and and fun. and It's just boys being boys. Boys being boys, you know, like... Um, they let the um, guys wear our cheerleading uniforms. Yeah, and yeah. like they're and the cheerleading uniforms that we had were like short, Very extremely short. short, and then like you know they're guys, so they so can wear it. They're extremely short on them. Yeah, but they're wearing them, and they're like, oh my gosh, they're so cute. I know, no, no it's very frustrating. Um, it also just an everyday thing. Like I don't. It just doesn't very. It doesn't sit right with me, especially the way it sexualizes mm-hmm. girls, especially mm-hmm. children. 
Yeah. Um, because there has been so many instances, especially, you know, at our school, when, you know, a girl comes in with a pair of shorts that aren't, I don't know, arm's length down to the, the legs. It was two inches above the knee. Two inches above the knee. Then they think you're a distraction. And that you're distracting people from learning. No, I'm just trying to get my education like everybody else. Yeah. If anything. Oh, you know what really grinded my gears about that school? Yeah, yeah. Prom and homecoming season. Yeah, it was very... It was so toxic. Very toxic, yeah. So... <clears throat> we had to get dress checks. Yeah, dress checks. We would have to go in a room with two of the teachers, and they would come up to you with a ruler, measure, like, how far your dress is from your knees, and, like, if you had, like, a little bit of cleavage showing, they would say, no, you're showing way too much. And, like, especially, and I feel like it was really difficult for people to buy dresses, especially, like, with body types. Yes. Like, all, every girl has a different body type, and, like, they can't help that. Yeah. And also, like, we bought the dress, and now you're saying I have to, like, add something to it or get a whole new dress. That's yeah. going to cost so much more money. Especially, they don't take, they definitely don't take body types into account. They don't mm-hmm. take financial situations into account. Especially with the dress code. Like, maybe even some girls have things handed down to them from their family members. Mm-hmm. But that's all they have. and But their body type is different. Uh, if they see some girl coming in wearing, like, a short sleeve shirt, a button-up short sleeve shirt, it might not fit the same on a flat-chested girl that it's going to fit on a more bustier girl. Mm-hmm. And that's not their fault. Um, they want to be able to wear the same things that everybody else is wearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just... It takes also takes time away from girls' education. You know, when, let's say, like, a girl comes into... It's a hot summer day. A girl comes into a class with a spaghetti strap tank top on because it's hot outside. And we get these stares and we're told that it's distracting the boys, distracting the teachers from learning. The teachers from learning. I mean, the students from learning. Mm-hmm. Distracting the students from learning. Apparently um, can distract the male teachers from teaching. Yes, which is very creepy. Yeah, that's something um, you shouldn't say to a child. No. It makes... Um, there's this really good quote in here. Um, I can't... It's... It just... Basically, I just think dress codes teach women from, like, a really young age that their bodies are, are you know, should be hidden and that showing a little bit of skin is skimpy. Mm-hmm. And that, like, all, like, girls' bodies are considered, like, provocative and, like, sexy. And which reality, you know, it's by banning things like tank tops and shorts, you know, dress codes teach girls that their bodies are objects. Mm -hmm. It really objectifies them a lot. Yeah. Um, I remember, you remember this, (laughs) in eighth eighth grade, our D.C. trip. Mm -hmm. Eighth grade. Children. Yeah, we're kids. We're told, like, the girls are told, you have to wear either a one-piece or a tankini. Guys, you can be shirtless if you want to. Yeah. Go off, King. No. No. (laughs) No, ma'am. It's it's very funny because I specifically remember this one incident where (laughs) where a guy came out in a literal Speedo. (laughs) A Speedo. But the girls have to cover... I'm not saying I'm necessarily against, like, whoever wants to wear a one-piece can wear a one-piece if they're, you know... I like a good option. Yeah, if they want to wear a one-piece, but girls shouldn't be limited to 
not being able to show an inch of skin mm-hmm. because of what the boys might think or do. That's another point. Um, dress code, it, it really promotes rape culture. It really does, and that's ridiculous. Also, oh, I have another one. Another, oh, another so silly. yeah. So, at the end of eighth grade, keep in mind, eighth grade, we had a um, pool party to, like, yeah. all, for all the eighth graders to enter um, freshman year. And again, same swim, same swimsuit rule. You know, for for example, like me, I'm I'm a little bustier than some people, and like I said, we can't help that. So, on um, my swimsuit showed more, showed more <laughs> than um, other girls did, and that wasn't my fault. Mm-mm. And I remember there was nothing said to me, but a teacher just would walk by, like walk by, and she would just stare at me with like. It makes you feel like an object. Yeah. Like, she was saying to me like I was doing something wrong. I'm like, I'm just trying to swim. Yeah. It's, hang out with the besties. I know. And it it's like, that type of thing, like telling girls that, you know, you need to cover up or the boys are going to think something. Or it really does, it, it teaches that, like, girls, they got to protect themselves or cover themselves. So, and like, and that teaches that instead of teaching men to behave themselves. Instead of, like, teaching men um, not to rape, we teach women that they need to protect themselves from rape. Yeah. It's very, it's sad, and it's sad that the school system especially, like, plays into that. Um, And it's also very, they also really, when defending that kind of thing, you know, the boys will be boys mindset. It's an excuse for their mis like behavior i actually had that said to me at our school like a couple times what happened yeah what happened like with my dress code you know we weren't allowed to wear our pants were allowed to be tight they still were but yeah. they weren't allowed to be and i would like walk by and a teacher would say maya your pants are a little tight and i'm like oh okay do you, you tell like, any of the boys that when they're walking down the hall exactly and also you know boys will be boys right okay you should teach boys to <laughs> like, tell them to leave they I just got dressed this morning. Yeah. It's, have you ever experienced anything like... I know it's like our freshman year, but have you experienced anything like that here? Like, my classes are kind of full of, of girls. So I... And plus, really, there's no kind of like dress code here or anything. So it's kind of more free. But mm-hmm. have you experienced anything like that kind of made you go, oh, like take a step back? and Like guys saying something to me? Yeah, well, like, guys saying something to you about, I don't know, like... My appearance, like, my what I'm wearing. Yeah, about your appearance, like, what you're wearing and things. No. No? Surprisingly, no. yeah. And guys just, would walk by me, and if they do say something to me, like, around there, they would compliment my outfit. And not in, like, the way where it doesn't sound, like, wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I... There was a time I wore a crop top to school, and I walked by this guy, he's like, oh, I like your shirt. But... According to what the school we went to, if what a guy would say would be completely different is what the teachers made it sound like. Mm-hmm. It's also, and we already, we've already covered this, but it's very weird for the teachers to get distracted by what the, mm-hmm. the girls are, are wearing. Then, I, then if you think a teacher's going to get distracted by what I'm wearing, then maybe you, you probably should shouldn't focused, have yeah. them as a teacher. Maybe you should be more focused on the teacher yeah, than maybe the student. You, maybe that's the problem. Maybe they're the problem and not me. It's very very it's i'm isn't it frustrating it's very frustrating 
And, like, we had to deal with that for so long. And, like, some, like, you know, some, oh, well. In high school, <laughs> they said, like, we're just preparing, like, even with, like, how we dress, we're just preparing you for the real world. This is how guys are in real life. No, they're not. Mm-mm. Not all of them are, if anything. I've never experienced that in real life. Well, since I got here, I never experienced anything like that. It's... It, it like it teaches like all the things that these public schools are like we went we even to went to a private school in Oratonga but like all these schools are really promoting the fact that you know they're I can't find the word for it they're you know they prove they improve how um guys I, are or something like that yes they I can't find the word for it because it makes me... Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. They only care about male students, basically. Mm-hmm. They, it's, there's also... I also found this study on here, and it said uh, there was, like, a survey about if you knew somebody that's been dress-coded uh, in your school, and it said 79.3% of the respondents knew a female peer that has been dress-coded, and three, three, only 3.7% said they knew a male. Shows. No, it shows. And it's not only about dress code. It's that's just one part of the thing. It's mm. just also we've already talked about the boys will be boys thing for anything. You know, if you, we've told this, been told this in preschool. You know, like if a boy in preschool or kindergarten, you know, hits you or, or like wants to get violent with you, it's oh he wants to be friends. That's his way of showing that he oh, wants to be. He friends. likes you. He likes you. No. No, and then you, if. You excuse that by saying, oh, boys will be boys. He just wants to be friends. That pro- That's approving their actions. And mm-hmm. they'll go into life thinking that this type of violence is okay. And this type of abuse is okay. And they'll carry that with them into their relationships in the future. Yeah. What needs to be happening is they need to be taught young. Yes. But like we said, it's not just with dress code. It happens with a lot of things mm-hmm. where guys are just praised. Mm-hmm. Shall I give another example? Go for it. So we were we were also we were cheerleaders in high school. Mm-hmm. Yay us! <laughs> but the basketball team at our school they were praised for the bare minimum mm-hmm. and got every little thing they wanted, and like all the other guys' teams, they just got everything. Whereas the girls' teams yeah. were like, yeah. Especially, yeah, women's sports compared with men's sports. Mm-hmm. It was a huge, huge difference, especially in our school. Like, even the, the little things, like, there would be so much word spread about, hey, the guys have a basketball game tonight. It's a it's a whiteout. Come and spread the word. But literally, you'd go to the girls' games. Nobody's in the stands. Yeah. Nobody's and- in the stands. It's like... They don't even expect anyone to come in the stands because, like, for boys' games, they have both sides of the bleachers down. For the girls' games, just one side is down. Mm-hmm. That just shows. And it's, like, you know, there's dress code, the boys will be boys thing, and just the men's and women's sports. And also, it's just that there's stuff that just guys grow, or, or guys say to girls in the hallway, and it's just some girls go to administration about it, and they don't take any action. Like, the schools know that these harmful things are being said, and they're doing nothing to, like, they're not taking meaningful steps to, like, address it or anything. That's why administration, like, in these schools needs to take, like, leaps to make sure every student is treated, like, equally, Mm -hmm. with equal respect and given equal opportunity. 
Um, I mean, they should implement, like, a whole school approach. Like, and not just... It's... They should do things, like, I don't know, like, teaching practices and, like, changing, like, a curriculum to, like, include things about, like, gender bias and, you know, misogyny. Because just telling a girl, oh, boys will be boys and just deal with it isn't helping. And it's not going to help people or girls or, like, men in the future. It really isn't. It's, I mean, school should really take into account how to, like, change their their approach to this kind of thing. Because it's, as for me, as for you, our high school didn't do much at all. And it really messed us up a little bit. Uh, especially, you know, we've talked about our school a lot, but it was particularly bad uh, in terms of the place. In terms of um, favoring the the boys over the girls, um, and we know that some school or some schools aren't like this, and that's great. But we have to understand that most schools do this type of thing, even if they realize it or not. Like same thing we just said with the men's and women's sports being treated differently by administration. Dress code targeting girls, excusing boys' actions uh, when they should be punished for actions like that. Um, it's just, you know, yeah, frustrating, isn't it? Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that we both had good experiences here, though, oh, so far. Yeah. yeah, it was a whole new world, and we can see that um, since the, like those type of things that were implemented in our our high school, they aren't implemented here. Mm-hmm. And that's why we can tell that we're having a better time here. Um, yeah, but schools need to definitely do things like... Um, oh, my knuckle, sorry. They need to do things like implementing, like, definitely a curriculum about it. Oh, yeah. Um, and not excusing for it. Because um, that's how the only way they're going to gain awareness to it. Um, they have to be able to spread the word about it and not just keep brushing it under the rug but um yeah it's they also need to start teaching children young children about it yeah because that's like especially when it gets like implemented implemented (laughs) stuck in their minds yeah it's like even like through a children's book there are so many good children's books out there like nowadays mm-hmm. to teach children about like gender like gender roles and gender bias and misogyny and things like that in simple terms for them so they can be aware of it mm-hmm. and then go into their their like older years like their high school years and their adult years like knowing about it and how to of like avoid it and like eliminate the mindset of it yes. it's yeah so basically we've been talking for a while <laughs> so <laughs> Um, yeah, so these were our experiences with, um, you know, how we firsthand have seen the U.S. school system, or our school specifically, perpetuate, like, sexism and misogynistic values, and, you know, it really needs to come to a stop, especially for the sake of (laughs) our fellow women. Mm -hmm. Um, We're definitely holding them back um, by giving them this unfair advantage. Um... Not this unfair advantage. By giving the men these, this unfair advantage in school. Yes. And so basically, it's just the fact that these schools should be giving an equitable and optimal learning experience for women. Um, and most schools 
like, are notorious for fostering environments where, like, misogyny is accepted. So, like, we, you know, as women and as a society should be raising awareness for a change that needs to be made in schools, which is very important because it's just going to keep getting brushed under the rug um, if we don't. So in schools, um, we, oh, another thing is, um, gender mainstreaming, which they can do in schools. Um, it's basically where, um, they kind of have certain teachers to teach certain subjects like that are about gender bias, basically, mm-hmm. um, which is good. They have more female teachers to talk about things like that, um, which really gives a new perspective to it which is definitely needed. Um, but yeah, it's teachers also need equity training. Equi- yeah, very much so. Um, to kind of learn about different perspectives. Oh yeah, for sure. Different perspectives regarding sexism, misogyny, mm-hmm. racism, homophobia, all that stuff. Because um, they seem to just kind of focus on one person and they base their their teaching methods and everything else around that one person, which is specifically a male basically exactly. they they base the teaching their teaching off of basically the male students in their class mm-hmm. um but yeah it's by doing all these things i mean just by taking small steps like these um like sexism and misogyny in these schools will begin to diminish they'll begin to go away just by taking steps like these um because you know every student should have equal opportunity for learning in a beneficial environment for them so it shouldn't just be beneficial for one person or one gender or one race yeah should be for everyone Everyone. you know so yeah this is our little podcast and thank you guys for listening and i hope you got something out of us talking about our little experiences and just glossing everything over so Thanks again. Bye. Bye.